0: Hello friends, my name is Jonathan Bryant, I am the host of the Edge of the Airy podcast. I have the privilege of serving as the Chief Administrator of Lincoln Charter. The purpose of this podcast is to highlight some of our amazing staff and stakeholders that are with us at Lincoln Charter and to share the college experiences of our guests in the course of our conversation we all know that college preparation is the goal of Lincoln Charter. It's important to know that I'm a former middle school social studies teacher, so I'm always interested in getting to know others better, sharing compelling stories, learning from the past, and finding out more about the individuals that make Lincoln Charter a great school and an amazing community. So, where does edge of the airy come from? You likely know that an eagle's nest is an airy, which obviously has significant meaning for our eagle nation. I intend for this podcast to give you a perspective from the Lincoln Charter community. Therefore, each episode will come to you from the edge of the area. As you likely know, Lincoln Charter is one of the oldest and largest public charter schools in North Carolina. We were founded in 1998, and we have a K-12 campus in Lincolnton and in Denver. We are excited to get to today's episode's guest, and I'm very, very excited to be speaking with Miss Jessica Robles, who is the middle school and high school receptionist for us at the Lincolnton campus. She is a parent, most importantly, um, in addition to all of those duties, and she has been an Eagle since 2021. Miss Robles, welcome to the Edge of the Airy.
1: Hey, thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: little, little nervous. This is, is this your first podcast? This
1: is my first
0: podcast. Okay, very good. Well, I am new to it myself, so we're um, experiencing it together. So if you can just start by telling us a little bit about yourself, what you're interested in, your passions, and anything else that you think our listeners might like to know.
1: Okay, so my name is Jessica. Um, I'm 30 years old. I was born in Durango, Mexico. And I have three beautiful kids that went to Lincoln Charter. One actually still goes there, here. Mm-hmm. Um, I love cooking and I love to dance. Even though you never, know, you, you haven't seen me, or maybe you have. <laughs> <laughs> but in my free time, I love going shopping and spending time with my family. Mm-hmm. What I love.
0: What? So I'm always interested in cooking, and we might get mm-hmm. into this a little bit later on. What is there any specialty that you have? I know we've, we've talked a little bit about cooking earlier.
1: Well, I just like to try new things. Most of the time, I cook rice because that's what we what we have every time we eat a meal. Right. Um, and just lots of spicy, spicy stuff. <laughs> yep,
0: that's good. Makes you makes you uh, realize that you're alive when you get yes. something real spicy. <laughs> and I think I think anybody that followed us on social media saw you some of your dance moves mm-hmm. with Mister Lakes yes. last year. So. We might have some people that are acquainted with, um, with your love of dancing. So yes. that's great. <laughs> um, if you could tell us a little bit about your relationship to Lincoln Charter. Um, I know that you've been here before 2021 as a parent and in some other capacities and sort of what you do in your job.
1: So I had a relationship with Lincoln Charter School since 2009. That's when my first two kids started school. Mm-hmm. Um, I volunteered, and I used to suffer for teachers. Um, this is my second year working for Lincoln Charter. I'm the uh, middle school, high school receptionist. I answer phones. I answer emails. I um, help at the front desk with anything that students need, and the parents. Mm-hmm. Um, I also um, help the students that need the, um, any type of help with getting to talk to the principal or...
0: Right. Just And in, in you spend a decent amount of your day speaking in Spanish to families and students. What would you say percentage-wise in your day? How much time do you spend speaking in Spanish?
1: I think this year um, it's been about 50% of my day. Um, We have a couple new students that came from Costa Rica Mm -hmm. and they don't speak English. So I I help them a lot. They're like, I adopted them. (laughs) So um, actually, I feel like the Hispanic community has grown a lot this year for sure.
0: Yeah, it's been really awesome to see that growth. and I. I think that honestly you have been a big part of that growth and you're almost like an ambassador for Lincoln Charter um, in, in a lot of ways. so you didn't say that in your job description, but you uh, you, you you really are um, a great face for our organization and, and for our community. I really appreciate that and I,
1: love, I love to help
0: well you it's very obvious so. Can you tell me, um, you've been affiliated with the school, um, we, we were fortunate enough to hire you recently, mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the time that you've been affiliated with the school, is there anything in particular that you appreciate about Lincoln Charter?
1: I do, I always appreciate Lincoln Charter. Um, they always been good to my kids, the teachers, the staff, everyone's always treated my kids with respect. They, um, they really push their students to do their best every day and prepare
0: them for the future so i I really appreciate that great well it's sort of cliche to say it takes a village but it definitely Mm -hmm. is we would not be able to do what we do effectively without active engaged parents like yourself Mm -hmm. even before you were an employee so that's a shout out to all of our parents out there and and, um, that definitely helps us to do the positive things that we're trying to do all the time As our listeners might know, uh, we are coming up on National Hispanic Heritage Month. And as we've sort of talked about already, uh, Senora Robles, you are almost an ambassador for us in in a lot of ways for a lot of our, our families and our students. Um, and we're recording this in September uh, in sort of in preparation for celebrating National Hispanic Heritage Month, which begins on September 15th. As a reminder for our families that this is a month that is intended to promote the history, culture and contributions of Hispanic Americans, specifically those whose ancestors came from Spain, Mexico, the Caribbean and Central and South America, Um and communities mark the achievements of Hispanic and Latino Americans with festivals and educational activities. So um, uh, would we'll just highlight that as part of uh, today's interview. If you could tell us, uh, you told us where you hailed from, where you were born. Can you tell us a little bit about your heritage and how it sort of makes you the person that you are today? Sure.
1: I was born in Mexico in a place called Durango. I grew up in a poor household. Um... I'm going to get a little sad here. (laughs) Both of my parents always worked really hard to provide for my sister and I. Mm -hmm. Um, But since money was always short, my dad decided to come to the United States. And I came here when I was 12 years old. I struggled at first since I didn't know the language, but I worked really hard to learn the language and, of course, the culture.
0: Mm -hmm. So. Very good. Lot lot of um, sounds like family is a very important thing. Very yes. important part of uh, your upbringing. So. Oh
1: yes.
0: That's uh, that's great. Um, is there any is there anything about your heritage that you would like to say in Spanish? I will not understand it, but we may have some, <laughs> some of our we may have some folks <clears throat> that are uh, are better with languages than me.
1: Okay. Sí, este, yo nací en un, en México, en un lugar que se llama Durango. Eh, mis padres, pues, vengo de un hogar muy humilde. No crecí con muchas cosas, pero siempre el dinero fue un importante eh, en mi en mi casa. Entonces, mi papá se tuvo que venir a los Estados Unidos para poder darnos
0: Shout out to your dad again.
1: <laughs> Shout out to my dad again. <laughs>
0: Very good. <clears throat> Tell us about some traditions or aspects of your culture that that might be interesting to our listeners.
1: Well, we celebrate about everything. <laughs> we always, love it. We always party. You know? <laughs> we always cook for any occasion. <laughs>
0: it's good.
1: Um, but we just really love to celebrate mm-hmm. any occasion, like baby showers. Mm-hmm. Um, we have something called quinceanera, which is like a sweet 16. Mm-hmm. We go all out. So... We and and also helps because he brings
0: all the family together. Mm-hmm. So. And correct me if I'm wrong, but family is a very important part of. Yes, um, We're very tight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's great. I think we can all agree that in the on the importance of family, regardless of where we come from or what yes. our what our culture is. So, mm-hmm. what? Um, and this is a question that I asked one of our other guests. Um, but what terminology do you prefer, Hispanic? Latino Latinx, which do you prefer? Um, I asked that so that I can be and so that our listeners can be respectful. And I've heard conflicting uh stories, so I wanted to ask an expert.
1: Um, well, I think I like Latino better. Um, because I think that it represents a person that comes from a Spanish speaking country.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: think Latino is better
0: for me. Okay, all right. You heard it here. Um, and I think the um I studied a Romance language when I was in high school, so Mm -hmm. I studied French. I should have studied Spanish. Um, (laughs) Hopefully my old French teacher is not listening to this, but I should have have studied Spanish. But I know that part of the Romance languages, including Spanish, the conjugation Mm -hmm. is important and uh, masculine, feminine. And so that's an important part of all of that family of languages, which is a big, the language is a big part of the culture. That's right. So mm-hmm. is there a Latino role model that you would like to highlight for our listeners anybody that comes to mind?
1: The only one that I can think of is my dad again. Mm-hmm. That's
0: a that's a <laughs> great um, that's a great example. I
1: mean, I do like like Selena. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a big role model for me, but uh-huh. I look up to my dad a lot because he always worked very hard to provide for his family. And he came with to this country with nothing mm-hmm. and went through a lot for us to have a better life. So yeah. I think that he deserves all.
0: He all He deserves the accolades. Yes. He deserves the, the credit. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's, mm-hmm. uh, that's great to be able to say and definitely has left a legacy for sure. I um, have not had to experience moving to another country and mm-hmm. learning all the ins and outs, language, culture, and all that. So definitely... Sounds like some sacrifices were made for you all. It's
1: yes, definitely made me the person I am today. Staying humble and everything I do is for my kids, just like my dad did for me. Mm-hmm. So, Papá, tú sabes lo que para mí. Eres mi héroe, mi um, a la persona con la que yo quiero mucho, y, y estoy orgullosa, muy orgullosa, de ti.
0: Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, can you talk about the we we had? talked about this real briefly, but the growth of the Latino and Hispanic um, community at Lincoln Charter. Can you talk about that a little bit and maybe give us an idea of why you think that's happened over the past few years? Um, in in my mind, it has.
1: Well, I feel like the, the Hispanic community in Lincolnton mm-hmm. um, has grown a lot. Um, so that means that, of course, the school is going to grow more. I just heard Carl saying 20% of their um, mm-hmm. students here are Hispanic. Right. Which I was a little surprised. I didn't expect it so much. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. But I feel like Lincoln Charter has overall uh, became more diverse throughout the years.
0: Mm -hmm. That's good. Hopefully we're a reflection of our community um, because we should be preparing our students and our whole community for not staying at Lincoln Charter forever. Uh, because you <laughs> go out into the real world, and mm-hmm. so that's yeah. great. I'm very encouraging to see that that growth in our population for sure.
1: Me too, and also the I love to hear the parents I'll actually come into this school saying that what they heard from Lincoln Charter it's they have nothing but good things to say about the school, so they always um, choose this school to for their kids to come. So I feel it's really good to
0: do that. Well, I know that, I know you work very hard. A lot of us work very hard to maintain and to improve that good reputation. Hopefully that hard work is paying off a little bit. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about your college experience and just tell us about that a little bit? Okay. If you don't mind.
1: So I started going to Gaston College. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a community college. Um, although I didn't finish my college education, it is never too late to finish it. And I encourage um, my kids and just anyone out there listening to go to college because it's important. Mm-hmm. It's just never too late to go back.
0: Mm-hmm. We have a great partnership with Gaston College. Mm-hmm. So I'm yes. glad you were able to experience some of their programs. And a lot of our uh, juniors and seniors are experiencing a lot of oh, yes. Gaston College, too. Gaston so College is
1: it's a good thing.
0: Yep. Anything that you wish that you knew before heading off to Gaston? Any advice? Um, further advice for our listeners?
1: Um, I would uh, I would have gotten involved more with like clubs and mm-hmm. even with just the community, I would have definitely got involved more because I think it's it's just it's just good to have that.
0: It helps you to see more aspects of a mm-hmm. of an institution, I think too. So Good. And I just remember I was
1: Hispanic in high school. It was always, um, I, I just didn't feel like I could fit in mm-hmm. in getting involved more. So I didn't, and I would have changed that. If I if I could go back, I would get more involved.
0: <laughs> That's good. Good uh, feedback for for us as a school to know that we need to mm-hmm. be very inclusive about the opportunities that we have mm-hmm. for our students and good advice for our families and students as they're making decisions about college and as they're moving towards college. Yes. Tell us about, is there any music that you're listening to right now that you can't get out of your head? It's like a, a song or an artist that is just you're jamming to recently?
1: I just love any type of music. I don't have just one, but um I do love uh, Selena, so that's always mm-hmm. playing in my car. Okay.
0: <laughs> always playing in your car. Mm-hmm. Good to know. <laughs> is there is there anything about you that some that most people who are familiar with you would not know
1: i love to do karaoke
0: Ooh. <laughs> sounds like a challenge I love to maybe do
1: karaoke. Not, <laughs> not a lot of people know but the people that they know me know that i love to sing even though i can't sing
0: <laughs> very good um where is the best place to eat in this area?
1: So um, definitely taco and tequila. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. I actually work there Thursday nights. Okay. I've been there for years. Mm-hmm. Um, I started there as a server. I now do um, managing mm-hmm. on Thursday nights. So um, that is a Mexican restaurant in Lincolnson. If you ever want to go eat and you want to come see me, Thursday nights is the day and how to (laughs) go. Very good.
0: Is there anything that you would, I know it's going to be spicy, Uh a spicy recommendation knowing you probably, what would you recommend ordering?
1: Um, The the spicy, maybe Camarones a la Diabla. That's very spicy. Um, But my favorite is arroz con pollo. And then you get some chiles toreados on the side and that's like fried jalapenos and it's really good. Awesome. And for (laughs)
0: for our non-Spanish speakers, Uh describe that dish if you don't mind.
1: Um, it's, uh, it's a rice with chicken, grilled chicken and vegetables, Mm. and then cheese sauce on the top.
0: Cheese sauce on the top. Mm -hmm. Okay. But with the jalapenos on the side. With the
1: jalapenos on the side.
0: Okay. All right. (laughs) Um, is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners?
1: Um, no, just for all my, um, Hispanic people, Latino people, keep working, just keep working for the American dream. That's Mm -hmm. the most important thing. Para todos mis Latinos, hispanos que están escuchando,
0: Amazing. Well, Senora Robles, I really appreciate your time. It was a pleasure to get to know you a little bit better. I know I learned some things, and hopefully our listeners did as well. I really appreciate you. Spending some time on the Edge of the Airy and I appreciate all that you do for our community. Um, Really appreciate you very much.
1: I appreciate you all. And um, I just want to say happy Hispanic Heritage Month to all the Latinos that are here for the American dream.
0: Love it. Thanks, folks. We will see you next time. And thanks for listening. I want to thank all of our listeners and subscribers for taking the time to listen to the Edge of the Airy. Like everything at Lincoln Charter, it takes a great team to make this podcast happen. The Edge of the Airy is produced by Jonathan Bryant and Taylor Helms, and Miss Helms is also our senior editor. Graphics and artwork are by Melissa Lasarski, and our music is brought to you by Next Mike, who you may also know as Michael Paulino Albin. Our team uses the free Anchor app to create each episode, which is found at anchor.fm. You can listen to this podcast on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and Stitcher. Feel free to rate or review the podcast. It may help others to discover this content. This is Jonathan Bryant signing off until next time.